0: Well, Roz, you did Murph. I did. How'd you do?
1: Pretty good. Got a new PR. What was it? My time? 36.47.
0: 36.47. How did you break that up?
1: I did, obviously, the mile run at the beginning, and then I partitioned the movements in between. So I was going to do 20 rounds of five, Pull-ups, 10 push-ups, and 15 squats. But having done half Murph a few weeks ago, I knew that the push-ups were going to be the sticking point. Like I fatigue very quickly on those, and I really didn't want to waste a lot of time staring at the ground. So I kind of sandwiched my pull-ups by doing five push-ups first, then five pull-ups, and then five push-ups again, and then 15 squats. Yeah,
0: that's a good strategy. I've seen people kind of put out there like ways to save... Your pull-ups, push-ups, or mm-hmm. legs—right—not save as in uh, have a bunch left, but actually make sure you don't wind up destroying yourself. Right,
1: because that was my problem in half murph I just ended up fatigued, and I had something like thirty push-ups left to do at the end, with minimal other movements. I think a handful of squats, and I was kind of—I was just doing singles. So I wanted to avoid that happening again, and it—you know—this. The strategy actually went really well. I was able to do sets of five most of the time for my push-ups. Sometimes I was doing sets of three, quick shake, and then um, two reps. So it went really well. I was pleased.
0: What's funny is for most people, when they first start CrossFit, (laughs) that's our crazy dog, when you first start CrossFit, the pull-ups are the hard part.
1: I know, right? It's crazy. And uh, I remember distinctly last year, the pull-ups being a really challenging aspect, the push-ups too, but the pull-ups were just fatiguing me as well. Like it was a double whammy. So this year it was, it was cool to do it and, and actually to have done half Murph and realize, wow, my pull-ups have gotten so much stronger than last year. And I actually credit a lot of that to doing things like lifting, like a lot of the deadlifts and things like that that I've been doing lately.
0: Um, Well, getting stronger is a good way to get stronger. Yeah. Right? And people kind of misconstrue, hey, I'm lifting weights. I can only get good at lifting weights, not at gymnastics at this time, where the truth is, if you do CrossFit well, you can get better at everything.
1: For sure. And that's, yeah, it's really eye-opening, because I think that is the natural assumption that, well, hey, if I get stronger in my lifts, I'm probably not going to get any better at gymnastics. In fact, I might get worse, because I'll have more weight to carry, but... Yeah, I've definitely noticed that I'm getting a lot stronger in my gymnastics movements now.
0: Well, lucky for me, it's clearing up because I still have to do it
1: <laughs> I'm not sure you mean that. I think secretly you were hoping it was going to stay rainy.
0: No, it's Monday. We're recording this on Memorial Day. I just worked this weekend and I'm a little tired today. We didn't even train that hard this weekend, but I don't know. Some days you just... <laughs> Come home from travel and your body's tired.
1: I don't think people realize how exhausting it is driving.
0: I only drove to Miami.
1: I know, but still two hours in the car each way. Like, that's not great for your body.
0: I think for me, more so when I'm gone, I just don't get quality sleep. Even I mean, I wasn't up late. I wasn't up super early. I just don't think in the night there I'm getting great sleep.
1: Yeah, for sure. I I mean, you're sleeping in a hotel room with crazy... Air conditioning units. And yeah, I mean,
0: I woke up at one point during the night. It was just this loud buzzing, and I had to go over and like adjust the way the AC unit was, the vent was pointed. Right. You know, all those types of weird things in hotels. In room AC
1: units.
0: First world problems. But anyway, yeah. we're gonna dive into one of our questions today. Molly sends us a lot of great questions, and I think a lot of the times Molly sends us questions. They're more so because she reads them online. Or she's trying to help others. Mm-hmm. So Molly doesn't necessarily... I know, she's
1: pretty clued up. <laughs> yeah, she knows what
0: she's doing. But at the same time, she wants us to answer questions for other people. And right. she sees them out there and she knows, hey, you guys know what you're talking about. You have good insight to all this. Why don't you answer these questions? Well,
1: I think that's... Yeah, she's put so many people onto us. I'm sure she gets a lot of her friends coming to her with these questions.
0: Right, and instead of answering them, that hey... Just listen to this (laughs) podcast. So let's dive into this question. Counting macros with your partner, husband, wife. Meaning, all right. you and The
1: person you live with.
0: Your significant other.
1: Or maybe. Your roommate. Yeah, maybe
0: just your roommate for some people. What if you don't eat the same things? How do you deal with dinner? Here's her example. She logs her whole day in advance. Well done, Molly. And she figures out dinner early that morning. Her husband then goes into her diary and copies it and then works the rest of his day around, what's planned plan for dinner.
1: Right. So he's going to have the same thing.
0: Correct. Right. And then her follow-up question is, now what if you're on the program and your spouse, partner, roommate has no interest or isn't supportive, then what do you do? And that's a whole new can of worms. Well – Let's El- not even dive into that aspect. Ellie would be able
1: to answer that question for we us. We
0: could get the uh, misadventures of Ellie Kelly back on this podcast. <laughs> but let's, let's talk about the first one. What's the best course of action? You guys are a team now. You're both doing it together. Okay. What would you? What are some pieces of advice you would throw out there?
1: Well, obviously, if you can eat the same things at dinner time, if that's the meal that you're having together, then that's helpful. I know it gets a little bit stressful and crazy in the kitchen for us, because we're usually having different meals, and <laughs> and the scale is in high demand, and the stove is in high demand, so it definitely makes things easier if you can have the same thing, and I think that's really smart for, you know, if Molly is going in, and or whoever is going in, and planning their day ahead, then cool, yeah, you can just use that feature of going to find your friend in MyFitnessPal, looking at their diary for the day, and, and copying um, their, their meal across to your own diary, or if your partner is super awesome, maybe they give you a heads up and send you by text their dinner that they planned for the day.
0: And I think we utilize both of those kind of well, thought processes. You know, what's I would definitely say what's unique about tracking the macros is there are aspects to living and eating with someone else that's actually harder now. You know, for example. If you and I just live together, one of us can make dinner and be like, "Dinner's ready," where we have to be aware of what the other person needs as far as their macros when making dinner. Yeah. Some days we eat in a way where maybe I need more carbs for dinner, and you might have made this delicious high-protein, you know, roast, and then I'm like, "Well, I can't even eat that." Mm-hmm. So you know, obviously, like Molly said, you can set your day up in advance. So yesterday I got home from the seminar and you, (laughs) laughing at the dogs, and you had some salmon made and I was like, oh, that looks good. And you said you could have it tomorrow. So I know that I can have that salmon planned in for tomorrow. Right. Where, you know, in in the past, maybe we would have just kind of made dinner, you and I never did because we were always tracking macros together, but in past relationships, kind of like dinner Mm -hmm. served. Right. So it's a little bit more challenging in that respect.
1: Yeah. And I think, I think we still have a conversation about it though. You know, in the morning I kind of ask you, what do you want? And I'll try to, you kind of try to figure out your day. And we try to, we try to plan ahead to make sure that dinner isn't too complicated. But sometimes when we're busy, one of us is out of the house before the other, it could get to the end of the night and Jay, you could be having something completely different to me. And, And that's fine. It's just. It, that does create a little more of a challenge in the kitchen to have different things. But we keep our cooking pretty simple.
0: Well, I was going to say, that's a big thing of, of what we do. We don't really plan ahead. Mm. So neither one of us, sorry. Hey, you two.
1: Stop killing each other.
0: A, dog, a dog fighting ring over here. <laughs> um, you know, one, one thing we don't do is meal prep. So we often don't cook big enough meals so there's leftovers.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would, I would qualify that by saying we meal prep in different ways, though. For example, I may prepare a ton of vegetables in advance. So I've already done all the chopping. Maybe they're not cooked, or maybe I have pre-cooked, like, a bunch of sweet potato, for example. But they're separate. You know, they're separate. It's not like I've created this whole huge meal that is then left over for the rest of the week.
0: Right, so the point is, a lot of the time we're kind of filling in our gaps
1: Yeah, from dinner time. and I mean, that makes it easy, you know, there's Tupperware in the fridge that has uh, maybe pre-cooked veggies or pre-cooked protein, so, so then you can just kind of fill in your dinner fairly easily at the end of the night. Yeah. So, I don't know why they're so full of energy today.
0: They slept in a little they bit. They did
1: sleep in this morning.
0: <laughs> well, I love...
1: They knew it was a public holiday. They were like, damn, ah, I'm going to get my <laughs> extra 30 minutes of sleep. If you've
0: never watched dogs wrestle, to me it's so entertaining because there, it's like, as a wrestler, what they do is just so innate. Yeah. Like, Mimi shoots for a takedown. Look at her. She just took Lola down. She's pinning her. She's keeping her tight. She's pinning her hips down. <laughs> it's like it's really entertaining and i love the fact that we have two
1: she's a natural born wrestler
0: female dogs that enjoy humping one another (laughs) one of which is in heat it's
1: it's all about the power play
0: (laughs) and they go back and forth humping one another
1: oh yeah there's neither one of them is truly dominant from what i can tell
0: okay let's not talk about dog wrestling there's no question about that this week (laughs) but so let's let's think big picture let's give some advice out there Talk to your partner in the morning. I think, you know, you and I did that already today. You yeah. know, you were kind of thinking, what are we going to do? We have to go grocery shopping. What do we have left? You're gone. You know, we kind of look at the week in advance. And, you know, we knew we had salmon. I knew I wanted to have couscous. I started to plug that in. You're probably not having any couscous. Uh,
1: probably. I think you're having the whole box. No, you? I might have half. No, I'm probably not. There's lots of veggies and in And, you know,
0: and, and you have some veggies left. But then the veggies will be there and I can scoop out some. I think we're pretty independent when it comes to serving our own dinner. Mm-hmm. I don't. Th- I would say nine out of ten times we're actually not eating the same dinner. We're just eating at the same time. Yeah, and I think that's important as well. Now, obviously, that would probably be become more challenging with you know more people here or kids involved. Right, but it's kind of like, hey, here are the options. Kind of like a buffet every night, fill in what you need.
1: Exactly, and that's kind of what I tried to do. Not so long ago when my sister was here and my mom, I was kind of like, hey, look, guys, I've I've prepared this food. It's all separate on the counter or on the stove. Go help yourself to what you need to fill in your day. So there's always options there for carbs, fat, and protein.
0: And and that's one thing we do. We keep a lot of our foods separate Mm -hmm. and then mix and match based on preference and based on macros. Right. You know, so... You know, what would be different would be, you know, we're also home throughout the day. It's a little bit easier for us, but for some people, if they used a crock pot, for example, and made their chili stew and they had their servings, you would plug that in first thing for dinner time Mm -hmm. and then base the rest of your day around it kind of like Molly and Kate do.
1: Right, because there's less ease in being able to adjust exactly because all of those ingredients are already mixed together
0: so for example tonight I'm having salmon couscous and we'll throw some like veggies in there right if I um, eat something different my day is already set but if I manipulate it a little bit and now my protein's over I know very simply all right. I have to do is adjust one thing the salmon right. and I'm back dialed in
1: right keeps things really simple
0: exactly so although she's going at it right there <laughs> yeah,
1: right in the head you're <laughs> Oh. We should video this sometime for our followers.
0: I'll, I'll I jump. love how
1: there's like a bloody towel in the background, which really does look like they fight each other to the death.
0: Oh, this is a full hump going on. There she goes. We're up.
1: Oh. oh, they got tired.
0: they good. That was a, the The best part about that is Lola just keeps chewing her toy. <laughs> <laughs> Lola's chewing. Mimi's humping. There she goes again. Pin her down. We're going to post this uh, video somewhere so you'll understand what we're talking about. But
1: as I was saying, although family meals or pre-cooked, you know, crock pots full of different ingredients can be, can make life more simple in terms of just having your kind of leftovers for the week, it can make making adjustments a little more challenging that's all so you just have to be aware of that and make sure you plug that in first and then figure out where you would make adjustments elsewhere during the day
0: and we do that you've done that in the past you've made things like turkey burgers that have multiple macros in it you've made things like stews and and the other thing you do sometimes is like you're like hey we have this this needs to get ate or eaten eaten eaten. (laughs) this needs to get eaten so I plug that in first. Right. I mean, big picture, whether you're living with someone or doing this on your own, is the more you plan ahead, the more you're setting yourself up for success. Right. You know, and, and, and also have a conversation. We don't eat necessarily the same foods often, not because we – it's just simple, but if we wanted to, if we were like, hey, we're doing this for dinner tonight or we're going to our friend's house, we have that conversation, we plug it in first. Yeah. And, you know, little little other things that – We do maybe for success would be um, if we are having the same food, like Molly said, one of us would plug it in and share it, you
1: Mm -hmm. know, the sharing
0: feature in there or go into the app itself and just copy and add it to your day. Yeah. You can actually add just pieces of someone's day to yours.
1: Yeah. And sometimes I'll do that, you know, say if I'm home and maybe you're coaching or, you know, I can't communicate with you and I don't know what you're having for dinner I'll look in your diary, I'll see what you're having, and I'll start getting that already.
0: Yeah, that's always helpful. Or like yesterday when I'm at a seminar, and you know I'm coming home, and I have a big chunk of my day left to eat, and you say, hey, this is what we have. Right. So little things. Set each other up for success. I think like anything else you're doing with your partner, the more you can discuss it, the more... You can do it together, and the more you can just basically help one another, the more you're setting yourself up for success.
1: For sure.
0: Super simple.
1: And then, was there a question in there, what if your partner's not doing it?
0: Well, then we have that whole, you know, we have that basically is a two-pronged question of A, what if your partner's not doing it, but B, what if that same partner's not doing it and now is unsupportive? So that one's simple. You don't stay with that partner.
1: <laughs> How's that? There we go. If your just,
0: partner doesn't... There's
1: a statement. <laughs> if,
0: well, I mean, it, it goes... I mean, this is deeper than that, of course. Hey, I track macros. She doesn't. I mean, chances are I wouldn't have wound up with someone that didn't. It's just something we do. Mm. Something that you and I had in common. But I think there's a difference between, hey, your partner doesn't do it, and they're actually unsupportive.
1: Yeah, I mean, that, that would be upsetting, I think. You know, something that's really fundamentally important to you and to not have your partner support it. Um, but hopefully that situation doesn't arise too often, and if it does, it's dealt with fairly quickly. <laughs> yeah, and feel free to chat
0: with us about it. We yeah. can chat with that offline.
1: Yeah, but, but I know, you know, our friend Ellie, she has an incredibly supportive partner who does not track macros.
0: And he he sporadically tests the waters. Does he? Yeah, I mean, but I mean, yeah, you're, you're, I would say as a whole, he doesn't track macros. Right. But he's very, very supportive.
1: He is. He's like
0: too supportive. He's a little. They told a
1: funny story about it though how one time he had messed up some recipe for dinner and he was too afraid to tell her. (laughs) And she was like, I do not believe the macros you sent me in this. Did you, did you mess something up? And he, finally caved in and admitted it
0: but after they had ate dinner
1: right and she lost her rag yeah
0: that's that'd be <sighs> the one person you don't want mad at you is ellie
1: <laughs> but
0: it, supposedly this story was Wasn't immediately, it, like, anniversary, i think into. we may have put this on the podcast i think
1: we did i think they, i think it all came to light on the podcast but
0: you know it's like immediately she looked at it and was like this can't be right right there was, it was some sort of soup with pasta. And I love like how...
1: That, I think that's cool that you notice that or that you have that awareness. And well, I think it's that's cool... That's the kind of thing that you develop. It's,
0: it's cool on two fronts. It's cool that Ellie had the wherewithal to see something and be like, this doesn't look right. Right. And that's mm-hmm. what we tell people about eating out even. Mm-hmm. Eventually that gets better and easier. Yeah. But the other cool part of it is, hey, this guy that doesn't track, your husband... Tried to track.
1: Right. So
0: it's like, you can be mad at him. And I get it. Because ultimately, he was lying about it. Rather than rectifying the situation, which he probably could have done. But, you know, Ellie caught it. Jack, like a good, smart man, deny, deny, deny. That
1: was it. I think that was the worst part about it. He he lied for as long as he possibly could.
0: I mean, (laughs) the only advice I would give Jack is, you got to die with that story. (laughs) But, you know, once he told her supposedly like they didn't talk for like a day and then finally she got over it. And you know, the point is if you're tracking macros to be a better person, whatever that means for you, healthier, fitter, stronger, ideally you have a supportive spouse or or roommate or significant other that's there for you to help track. But at the same time, it's up to you. But the cool thing we tell people, that's a question we get a lot. I can't do this because I have a family and, you know, we eat together and I have kids. And I'm like, this is the best diet for that because you can literally eat those chicken nuggets. Right. You know, and hey, we're not parents yet, but let's understand your kids don't eat crap any more than you do. Right. Right. So, and obviously we're, let's, let's make that clear. We're proponents of eating good foods, but we tend to feed our bodies 80, 20, and then our kids like 10, 90.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: so you it's know. funny
1: that that documentary i started watching i have to start it again with you because i wasn't paying full attention but and this is a whole other topic as well in it they try to change the diet of this kid and like the parents realize they've only been giving these their kids like complete junk and it, it takes five days before these kids to like actually come around to the idea of eating healthy food and then they're it's like crazy transformation they're like Eating their vegetables, using their knives and forks, whereas before they were like throwing themselves over the counter, like eating with their hands, like trying to get goldfish, and that's crazy. Magic pill.
0: Well, the, that, <laughs> that's, that's the name of the documentary, the documentary on Netflix. Documentary. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like yeah, your kid's behavior is dictated by the food they eat,
1: right? And but my point is as well is like. All these people who say, "Oh, my kid won't eat any healthy food." well, that's because you own, you give them the option of having junk food, which they're addicted to and and so all you have to do is get rid of that food. right Put the healthy food in front of them. Five days, okay, yeah, they're screaming, but in five days' time. They're going to start eating because they're hungry and it's human nature. They want to survive. They will eat the food you put in front of them.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's a ridiculous statement. Well, my kids won't eat that. Right. Your kids will eat. They
1: will eat it. They will
0: eat before they die.
1: Right. And this kid in the documentary, like, did go through, I think, a day of, like, not eating anything. And the parents were starting to worry, but they stuck stuck with it. And then sure enough, next day, she starts eating the vegetables.
0: Yeah, it's not ideal if your kids don't eat for a day. But it's probably better than them eating what you're feeding them. Right. And again, we're being very uh, general here. Maybe you feed your kids well, but given mm. an experiment, I went to uh, Disney World with this kid, and the mom and the grandparents were feeding him just sugar upon sugar. And
1: I'm not gonna lie, you need sugar to get through Disney World. <laughs> no, but let me let me let me explain. The kid had
0: like serious behavioral issues, Mm. and would do things like, I don't want to call it Tourette's, but like shake, and had these like things that he would do, and I started to notice that those would only happen after significant amounts of processed food, not significant, after eating that.
1: Kind of like coming off a sugar high, you mean? Always. Yeah.
0: And when they kind of limited it and gave him better foods, and it wasn't hard, like I got him to eat better foods because he was all into star wars at the time and he's like old enough it was like second grade whatever i don't remember but it was like hey this is what jedi's eat and he's like really
1: right and i'm like yeah
0: i'm eating it look at me and he's like okay it was like not hard but i mean it was a direct relationship between what he ate and his being
1: and interesting point that you just covered which kind of ties us back to our original discussion is If you are leading by example and you live with your partner who you want to maybe encourage to start doing flexible leading or tracking their macros, all you have to do is lead by example. You don't need to tell them to do it. In fact, you should not tell them to do it. Like Let it be their own choice. But if you hope that maybe they will want to join in with you, well then just lead by example because they'll start seeing the health benefits that you have. They'll see you start looking amazing and sexy and I I guarantee you if they're they're, you know maybe somewhat unhappy or want to improve with their fitness or their physical appearance or whatever it may be they will you know copy, in a sense they will want to mirror what you're doing because it's working.
0: In addition I think they'll realize it's two things happen they see you eating foods you enjoy right losing weight we've heard that numerous times like now my husband wants to do it because he realize I'm eating ice cream and losing weight you know and for so many people they hear the word "oh, I'm doing a diet and they're like well I don't want to do that Mm -hmm. but then they realize well you can eat that food and then they also realize it's not that hard like Uh, when you sit down to dinner eating the same food as your family but all you did was throw it on the scale
1: yeah it's the same thing with my sister like you know I've tried for years to help her out with her diet and her health and she has been a fussy eater her entire life, and um you know I didn't actually try to get her to do macros, but she was watching us when she was last here, and she said, "Okay, so how do I do this I'm going to download the app, show me what to do and it was like it was great. I didn't have to tell her to do it or anything. She saw what we were doing, and she wanted to do it you know
0: and I mean, your sister's smart I mean she's not a genius, she's not dumb, right? <laughs> and by the end of the day, she was like, all right, I've got my numbers really close to zero.
1: Right, I know, she figured it out pretty you know, it wasn't
0: that hard, like, and it wasn't like you were giving her these crazy lessons. She just figured it out. Completely. So, big picture for all of this. Let's, let's sum up how to make this happen. Take care of yourself first.
1: Absolutely. It's just like
0: being on an airplane. Put mm-hmm. your oxygen mask on. What did I say? I I think he said oxygen. 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 Which is it?
1: Oxygen.
0: Oxygen. Mask on first before helping others, and that's what you have to do. Take care of yourself first, then worry about what your significant other is doing. Plan your day in advance. You know, share foods with them. Tell them what you're eating. All that good conversation, and that's something that we do often. And then plan the rest of your day. Mm -hmm. When it comes to a significant other that's not doing it, again, take care of yourself first, show them how easy it is, and then be open, but don't push them to do it.
1: Absolutely. And just, you know, always try to keep things simple if you can. Like we said, we find for us it's most convenient to have a few pre-cooked options available, so maybe some pre-cooked lean protein in the fridge, um, some vegetables as well, just so that people can fill in their day easily at the end of the day
0: and feed your kids good quality foods yeah for sure. So, see if that makes a difference I'd be anxious to see that I'd be anxious if you have kids and you're listening to this podcast I'd be anxious to have a chat with you and see what you're currently doing with your kids and see if we can do something to you know change their whether it's behavior their health their mm. body all mm-hmm. that stuff it's not too early, it's not too late. You have to set your kids up for success now. By the time they're 12 or 13, you've given them their nutrition habits for their rest of their life unless mm. they decide like you to make a change. For
1: sure.
0: All right, guys. That's it. We hope you had a great Memorial Day. We hope you enjoyed Murph or whatever workout you did. We hope you are having a great week thus far. We will be back next week, and by that time, I will be 40 years old.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: I'll be an old man. But... As always, check us out. You can find us at ownyoureating.com. You can check us out on social media, anywhere and everywhere, at ownyoureating. If you have questions, comments, concerns, feel free to email us, contact at ownyoureating.com. We are even on Pinterest, Twitter.
1: <laughs> You're so proud of our Pinterest profile.
0: My LinkedIn has blown up ever since I shared it on our food for thought email. And if you're not already subscribed to our email list, I highly recommend you do so. I've sent out some good quality posts out there that have gotten some feedback. We can leave it at that. And uh, you'll definitely want to check it out. Anything else, Roz? Take care of your flowers.